0: Welcome to the of Church Podcast. Lighten the people to light the world through the knowledge of Christ. Visit www.tlc.net.ng and share the gospel of Christ today. The Lord has made. Please, let's put our hands together for the God that made this wonderful day for us. And kept us alive to see this glorious day. Let's put our hands together for him. What a wonderful God we serve. From the depth of my heart, I'd like to welcome you to this service of today. And I'm very grateful to the almighty God that you made it to church. I'd like to promise you in the power of the Holy Spirit that your life will never remain the same again. The Lord will touch you in a very special way. With his own ability to do miracles and change situations. And you are living here with your testimonies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that has been difficult for you will turn cheap. Everything that has been frustrating your life will become easy to deal with. For his strength is made perfect in our weakness. The Lord will give you strength today even to frustrate all your challenges and to disgrace all your frustrations in the mighty name of jesus what used to be a problem for you by the time we are done from this service today will never be a problem for you the lord will solve them all for you and visit you at the point of your need in the name of jesus let the lord be glorified in this service today Let the Lord be magnified in this service today. Let his name be praised in this service today. And let his people be blessed in this service today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, I'm starting a kind of an exposition, which I briefly mentioned in the course of my ministration last Sunday. A kind of an exposition... And I will do it for a couple of weeks. We're going to dwell on it for a couple of weeks. And I want to please let you know that this is one of our major fundamentals as Christians. One of the things you just must hold on to. I discovered it many years ago and I'm holding on to it tenaciously so no matter the storms of life are my face i still believe that there is a covenant that i have with god which is called a covenant of blessing and i know that there is no storm of life that can overturn that covenant and make it not to work for me when i see challenges and situations that confront me my mind goes back that i have a covenant that can deal with that situation and is the covenant of blessing. And with all humility, I make bold to say that with such understanding, I am never afraid of any situation of life, no matter how it comes. Just like we sang today, because of the covenant of blessing, God will always work it together for my good because there is an expected end of God in our lives and there is nothing that can make the word of God to be impotent or ineffective. There is no situation of life that can make the word of God of no effect. He says it because he means it and he backed it up with his power and nothing stopped it from working. So at times we go through issues of life, and we begin to believe, because we are yet human, that probably God is just not in the business of keeping his covenant, especially the covenant of his so-called blessing in our lives. It's not so-called, it's a reality. It's a reality. And I want us to flow with it and understand that when you are armed with this revelation and understanding... There is nothing that can move you, nothing that can shake you, and no situation that can really worry you to the extent of beginning to back out of God. Yes, you can be rattled a little bit, but then you must understand that God is committed to you by covenant, and it's called a covenant of blessing. One good thing about this is that... um, It is not going to begin to be operational. It has always been in operational. And once you key into it by power of revelation, you begin to walk in the reality. That's one of the mysteries of God. And we must understand it as such. That when God blesses a man, no one can cause him. And when God lifts up a man, no matter the shakings on top, no one can bring him down. And when God covenants with a man, no one can disannul the covenant. Because we are talking about the Almighty God. Is simply titled Understanding Our Blessing. Understanding Our Blessing. We need to understand this thing called blessing as it pertains to us and from God so that we will be able to walk in the reality of that blessing and we'll be able to interpret it to the world that might want to have blessing interpreted in their own way. We need to interpret. To the world what we know from God and don't allow the world to interpret to us what they think about us and our blessing. We need to be convinced enough to be able to tell our neighbors this is what the covenant of blessing, as it pertains to Christian, represents or pertains and so they will respect you for the knowledge so that they will not think that in your times of challenge the covenant of blessing is no more working and you are no more blessed when you have no money in your pocket you are no more blessed and when you go through a challenge in your life you are no more blessed our blessing is bigger than any challenge of life that we might go through this series will make us understand that the blessing is not what we have but who we are. The blessing is not what we have like the houses the cars and the good wife and the good children and the good health. And it, it is not what we have but who we are. We are blessed and that is what the Word of God says. What we eventually have from the blessing is from the fact that we are blessed. And so we are bound to have those things. And if you don't seem to have anyone manifesting your life, you are still blessed. So the blessing is not what you have per time or any particular point in time, but who you are. we'll be able to also understand, and this is very important for us as a church, that no one, and I say no one, can give us blessing but the blesser himself, our God and almighty one. No one has an ability to give you blessing. What anybody can do for you that gladdens your heart or promotes your life is as being enabled by God and he's the one that is the blesser. No one has an ability to bless without God and so in seeking our blessing we must always look up to him. We'll also be able to understand that God is not going to give us blessing he has already blessed us he's not just going to give us blessing we are not coming to church because we have to receive blessing we are coming to church because we are blessed and the Father we are born again and who we are makes us to understand that we are already carriers of the blessing of God. So when you come to church, you are coming to church as a blessed person. And anything you receive from God that looks as if it's a miracle, is just a manifestation of who you are as a person. You are blessed and I say again you are blessed we also be able to understand that blessing is not in a place blessing is in a person I am blessed I am a person you are blessed you are a person the blessing is in the person not in the place and if the blessing is in a person wherever a blessed person is in the desert in the high mountain in the rocky place In the valley, he still carries the blessing and the blessing speaks for him because he's blessed. The blessing is not in a locality. The blessing is in a human being, in a person, and wherever you go, you carry God's blessing and that could make a lot of difference in your life. That is also to say, That there is nowhere in the face of the earth that you can seek blessing once you're already blessed. There is nowhere in the face of the earth that you can seek blessing. Everything that pertains to life, goodness, which cannot be exhausted. But I just want to mention just but a few things like good health. Things like riches and wealth, things like honor and glory, things like favor and distinction, things like peace of mind and joy, things like dominion and power, and as much as you can name that shows that somebody. Is living a life of fulfillment and blessing. Everything that pertains to life goodness in its entirety are part of the blessing that we have already received from the Lord by covenant. We have received them. We have received them. We have received them already. So we are not going to look for them in any place, in any location. Through any man or gathering. Therefore, it is gross ignorance for any blessed person to go to a particular location or assembly or to a particular person, no matter what name is called, ordained by God or ordained by themselves to seek any or some of the blessing that God has already given to you. is gross ignorance for you to begin to look for blessing or anything that is a part of the blessing in any locality, in any location, through any assembly, through any man, through any woman, through any situation or medium that is to say, That you cannot be coming to the lighted church once you are born again to look for blessing in the lighted church. Once you are a child of God, you are already blessed. And anywhere you go, you carry God's blessing. What we can help to do is what we are doing now to give you an exposition understanding of who you are. That you are blessed. You are blessed going out. You are blessed coming back. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. You are blessed in your house. You are blessed in your village. You are blessed in your office. Anywhere you find yourself, you carry the blessing of God. So these are part of the things that we just must understand. And finally, and most importantly, this series will help us to ultimately walk in the reality of our blessing. One thing is for you to be blessed or to understand that you are blessed. The other thing is to walk in the reality of the blessing. When I mean walk in the reality of the blessing, it's not just the manifestation of the blessing in your life, but walk as you are blessed. Walk recognizing that you are blessed. Walk with the consciousness that you are blessed. Walk with the power of the blessing that God has put into you. That is what it will end up imparting our lives as it has been imparted in my own life. And that is why I look up to God every time. And I love God and I love God's people. And I honor and I love God, and I honor and I love those that God has used in one time or the other. And we still yet use to bless me or bring something that will represent some form of blessing. But the Bible has told me that my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heavens and the earth. And so when I tie up to this God, man has no option but to favor me, situations have no f- option but to walk in line with my covenant of blessing and anywhere I go has no option but to respect the blessing that I am carrying. So when I look up to God, I draw my blessing and it doesn't really matter who. He uses to bring something my way that I might call blessing. But whatever the case may be, If a man does, if God does not bless a man, that man is done for. Because the human beings in the face of the earth, we toss him like, I don't know, whatever they toss. Because you are just floating. What they feel about you is what you get. How they feel is how they respond to you. When they feel good about you, they give you what they want when they feel bad about you, they give you what you don't want. So your face and your countenance shifts and modulates with the way human beings are feeling or thinking or reacting or responding to your lives. And so the more you look at the face of God, the less you look at the face of men because I am blessed of the Lord and I don't care who is thinking otherwise or is looking at me funny. Or who says, let me see how he can make it a life. If God says a thing, no one can disannul it. And if God blesses a man, no one can cost that man. You are blessed, and so you cannot be cost. I say, you are blessed, and so you cannot be cost. And so don't cave in to any threat by any human being that thinks he can control your destiny. No one has the right to control your destiny or your life because God that sits in heaven has already blessed you. And so we must purely understand this blessing so that we can be able to know how to relate with our God and also to relate with men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want us to go through the foundations which I believe you all have an idea of the foundation of our blessing. I think a whole lot of you that have been in this ministry for a while, we have used a couple of scriptures and those scriptures are part of the scriptures we are going to use in this series so that we can be able to be comfortable where we are coming from and where we are and where we end up. Let us go to the book of the beginnings, which is Genesis, and let us go to the first chapter of the book of beginning, which is chapter 1. But then we are going to read verse 27 and 28 quickly as a foundation, original intent of God for our lives, the blessing of God that he created us with when he created Adam. And so we are going to read Genesis 1, 27, 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. Created he, them. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that represented them. Then 28, the Bible said and God blessed them. This them means the male and the female, or the human being that he has created. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the earth and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. 28, the Bible says, and God blessed them and God blessed them so from inception man came into this world with a load of God's blessing and everything that pertains to God's blessing Adam was a blessed man, Eve was a blessed woman and that's the foundation of the blessing God created man to bless man and prepared the garden of blessing, the garden of Eden, where nothing was lacking, nothing was missing, everything was complete. And man was brought into the garden of blessing to begin to enjoy the goodness of God and God bless man in every facet of life from whatever thing you can imagine. Because he is God. And he loved man. And he did not make him like any other person. He made him in his own image. And after his own likeness. And he has no option but to bless the man that he made like himself. That can only be logical. So we came into this world. I mean as in covenant with Adam. With blessing. Nothing lacking. Nothing missing. But you know the story that when Adam fell, you know the story very well. We even talked about it last Sunday when we were talking about God's property, that we are God's property. But when Adam fell, man lost that blessing. And because man lost that blessing, man began to operate in curse, And so man began to struggle and man became in pain, in frustration, in want and lack. The blessing was now taken over by the enemy because man sold his birthright, the birthright of God's blessing, to the devil. You know the story. And that is why, or how every human being came under a cause because of the sin of Adam. But again, that has not been the intention of God for man to be living in a life or living a life of course. And at a time, God started the process. I want you to please understand this because it's not like a simple Bible story. And I want you to be very comfortable with this. You can go home and also study for yourself. And just be comfortable with it. Just be comfortable. Just get to know it and understand it that you can tell it to your children, you can tell it to your grandchildren. You can tell it to your friends and neighbors and colleagues. Simple Bible story. But somehow God decided that, look, I want to start a process of restoring the blessing that I have given to man in the garden of Eden that he lost to the devil. And in starting that process, God chose a man called Abram that he later turned his name to Abraham. He chose a man and decided to see how he can use him to repackage the original blessing that he has given to man. Till he eventually have to perfect it by the coming of his dear son that broke every course, that destroyed every yoke of the enemy and set the captives free and, bring, and brought people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. For them to now inherit the original blessing that God has given to Adam. And so God chose Abram, and God blessed Abram, and God made Abram the father of blessing to the world. God made Abram the carrier of the blessing that God now wants to give to the world in trying to restore the original blessing that God has given to Adam that we lost through sin. And through Abraham, God said that all the people of the earth shall be blessed. All the people of the earth shall begin to be blessed. And so... I would like us to go to Genesis chapter 12 so that we can be able to establish this truth. And I will read from verse 1 to 4. Please note this like you have never noted any scripture before. Genesis 12, 1 to 4. You know, when you have this reality, you will not be confused about your life anymore. You will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine anymore you can never be afraid what the enemy might want to do against you. For if God be for you, no Satan that can be against you and succeed. Genesis chapter 12, I will read from verse 1 to 4. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. I will make thee of a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse at thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed who is a member of the family of the earth God has established it that this blessing that he wants to bring back to the world it is through the blessing of Abraham that all the families of the earth from Asia to Europe to Africa to the Americans to all the parts of the earth every nation Every kindred, every tribe, every color, through the blessing that God has given to Abraham, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Please let us understand this very important fundamental so that you can be able to distinguish between the blessing of the hidden from the blessing of God. You know, there was an argument one time. It was a heated argument between... I don't want to use Muslims and, um, and Jews or Muslim and Christian, no. But people from the Middle East. Because some, all of them are not Muslims anyway. Though they have 90% or more than that as Muslims. But then... And um, the Christians and the people from Israel... And they went ahead and began to talk so much about the blessing. And the Middle East person said, Every human being in the face of the earth has to be blessed by our father. Through our father. Who is your father? Abraham. The same way he begat Isaac, or the same way he became the father of Ishmael. So if you think you are blessed, we should also tell you that we are more blessed. Because Ishmael is a son of Abraham. And Isaac is a son of Abraham. Now we are going to find a distinction between the two blessings. But that has to pertain to you. But the truth is that the people in the Middle East are blessed because they are the children of Abraham. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. So let us also understand how this thing works and flows. So that we can be comfortable with God. And not begin to ask God questions that you are not supposed to ask him. Abraham still remained Abraham. Abraham is not divided into two. That Abraham made a mistake and have a son college Ishmael does not cancel the blessing of the children of Abraham and the father, the whole world is going to be blessed through Father Abraham. Somebody was trying to have a facility, and it's just um, a very very good Christian, very religious. And they went abroad and they said, "We are going to give you this facility, a very low-interest facility." From the Arab Bank I said no, Arab Bank. <laughs> Arab Bank. Yes, yeah, situated in Dubai. Ah no, I need a Christian bank. Which one is a Christian bank? <laughs> How can I take it? from an Arab bank? The art is the loss and its fullness thereof. The Arab Bank is a bank that belongs to Father Abraham because he's your father. You know, we get so religious that we push ourselves out of the blessing of God. When God shows up in a situation, we say that cannot be God because we have bossed God in our mindset. In our mindset. Just like asking, how can an Egyptian boy be the one to save David, the anointed of the Lord? Be the one that has to show David how he has to overtake his enemies. Of, you know, And be able to spoil the enemy, defeat them, and bring back the blessing. Why must he not be somebody from Canaan who is a Christian and who is a cousin of um, David? The Lord uses the foolish things of the world to confirm the wise. Wherever your blessing comes from, no one is the blesser but God himself. So that we don't restrict and limit ourselves by religiosity and frustrate what God is trying to bring our way. Because we think we know more than God. And they draw boundaries for us. Who you should shake, how you should shake. If I shake a demon-possessed person, the person will begin to, the devil will begin to be cast down. If I shake a native doctor. He will tremble and fall under the grace of the anointing of the Holy Spirit that I carry. They understand what I mean because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So when you are doing all your line and separation, how do you win people over when you cannot shake hands with them? When you cannot relate with them with love, who are you in the first instance? A sinner saved by grace. I don't want to digress. But just to let you know that um, this blessing actually came from Abraham and is the father of the blessing of all nations. The Bible says in verse 4, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haram. That simply informed us That God chose a man called Abraham and decided to begin to restore the blessing that men lost in the garden of Eden through him. And he said, through this man, Abraham, every family of the earth must be blessed, shall be blessed. Now take note of this word, families. Somebody say families. And I will bless them that bless thee, and cause them that cause thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth. All families. He didn't say all persons of the earth. He said all families of the earth. You have to begin to distinguish the blessing of God and the blessing that comes from other sources. The blessing that comes from God is a family blessing. The blessing from Abraham is a family blessing. The blessing of God and covenant of blessing is a family blessing. Let me pause there but continue. Family is not a single person but a set of people that are bound together by blood. Family actually start biologically by a man getting married to a wife and they're having children. The man and the wife has become a family Two has become one, that's a the family. Then when God begins to bless them with offerings, offsprings, the offspring and the man and the wife becomes family. Then, you have one unique family, one nucleus family, and these families being bound together by the blood of the existence also begin to have children and offsprings. Because the immediate family is blessed, the offsprings stand to be blessed. They now begin to have children because the main family is blessed. The children are blessed. The children's children stand to be blessed. And so, God's blessing is a generational blessing that runs from one generation to the other. The blessing of Abraham did not stop with Abraham and Sarah. And that is why today, we are still having you blessed. You will soon know how you get into the covenant. And you're still having the biological children of Abraham still blessed. Because the blessing of God is a family blessing that runs from family to family, from generation to generation. So when you really want to understand who God has blessed, begin to trace the generations. Probably you, you got into the covenant and your parents didn't got, get into the covenant and the blessing start from you. Very good. Watch out for your children. They will partake of the blessing. Watch out for your children's children. The blessing has to run through them and so it continues. But watch out for the wicked. Watch out for the wicked. The man is blessed. And they have a family. Before the man dies, or let me say good enough, when the man dies, check out the life of the children. If it's of God, you will see the children enjoying the blessing. If it's not of God, they will become a byword. God's blessing is a family blessing and a generational blessing. But the blessing from the other side does not run that way. (laughs) So our covenant blessing is family blessing and not the one that stopped with the man. Abraham was blessed. So Isaac was blessed. So Jacob was blessed. So Israel was blessed. So all the descendants of Israel are blessed. God's blessing, again I said, run from generation to generation. And so the Lord spoke here that through Abraham, all the families of the earth are blessed you are blessed and so your children are blessed oh what i'm saying is that i am not prophesying to you i am telling you the truth do you understand what i'm saying there are times i prophesy your children will be blessed okay that sounds good but that is not the real truth the truth is that your children are blessed already because you're a child of God you're a with God we still know how you came into the blessing so you are not going to be blessed or your children are not going to be blessed they are blessed already yes, I say you are blessed already yes. and your children are blessed already yes. this is our covenant blessing provision from God Now let's begin to underscore how it got to you and I. Because you are not a Jew. You are not biologically from the tribe of Abraham. But how come Christians are claiming the blessing of God? Why are we calling ourselves blessed? How did we come about being blessed? How did we come about being blessed by Abraham? And even to ask the question, how would it have been possible for all the families of the earth to be blessed? Because all the families of the earth did not come from the lineage or the lineage of Abraham. So how can they be blessed? Now, Galatians chapter number 3, verse 13 and 14. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. And I read. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. being made a cause for us. For it is written, cause is every man that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles? The unbelievers, those that are outside the tribe of the Jews. There are Jews and there are Gentiles. So for the Gentiles, to key in into the blessing of Abraham, they have to be the blood of Jesus. They have to be the blood. And Jesus Christ has redeemed us from the cost of the law, being made a cost unto us, because cost is he that hung on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might just now move from the Jews also to the Gentiles. Through Jesus Christ, for we might for I mean that we might receive the promise. Of the spirit true faith that we might receive the promise of the spirit true faith what is the promise of the spirit the promise that Abraham being blessed all the families of the earth shall be blessed and for us to key into that blessing of Abraham you must be born again sanctified and um, redeemed by Jesus through the blood then once you are a child of God then the blessing of Abraham automatically hooks up to you because you have now become a member of the household of Israel. So that is why you can come from Asia and still claim the blessing of God through Abraham. Once you cross over from being an unbeliever. So accepting Jesus as a Lord and personal Savior, you key into that blessing that God started experimenting through Abraham. And he covenanted with Abraham. And he sealed it by swearing that in blessing I will surely bless you. And through you again, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And so Christ has brought that blessing to us. And we are now Blessed. And no more cost. And when you move to verse 38 and 39 of that Galatians chapter 3, verse 28 and 29 of Galatians chapter 3, the Bible said, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bound nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ. So once you are a child of God and once you are born again, once you belong to Jesus, there is neither Jew nor Gentile. That's the Greek. There is neither male nor female. There is neither bound nor loose. We are all liberated. We are all children of God. And we are all partakers of the covenant of Abraham. Verse 29 said... And if ye be Christ, then ye are, then are ye Abraham's seed. Let me just pause there. If you belong to Christ, automatically you become the seed of Abraham. You become the seed of Abraham. The Bible said true. You Abraham, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And God began to speak. I think in chapter 22. That your seed, the seed of Abraham, are blessed. So when you are a child of God, by covenant with the blood of Jesus, you automatically become the seed of Abraham. And the Bible continues by saying, and heirs according to the promise. heirs according to the promise of blessing. Now, what happens to the Jews By way of the blessing of God should happen to me and should happen to you because of what Christ did for us. This is the foundation of our Christian blessing. This is the basis of our claiming the blessing of Abraham. I don't know whether it's clear to somebody here that you can claim the blessing of Abraham... As much as a Jew can claim the blessing of Abraham, as much as somebody from the Middle East can claim the blessing of Abraham, because what? Jesus Christ has given us the ability to key in and become the seed of Abraham and heirs of the promise of God for Abraham. Our blessing as born again Christians was settled by the blood of Jesus. Are the blood of new covenant with Jesus. The blessing is from the blessing of Abraham... ...made available to us through Jesus Christ... ...as he redeemed us from the cause of the Lord through his blood. The blood of Jesus gave us access to the covenant blessing of Abraham. We are now part of the seed of Abraham through Jesus Christ. Listen... Again, I said that if Israel, the biological seed of Abraham, partake of Abraham's blessing, so we, fully entitled by the power of the covenant with Jesus, to be blessed also with the blessing of Abraham. Praise the Lord. So the blessing of the Lord that we are talking about came into us because we are children of God. By the covenant that we have with Jesus. How many of you are born again here? You know, you are really born again. Uh, If you are born again, let me see your hands up. It's not a shame to be born again. I am born again. So, what I'm saying is that as many as have their hands up, believing, knowing, convinced that they are born again, you are blessed. You are not going to seek for blessing, you are blessed already. Again, you are blessed going out. Again, you are blessed coming back. You are blessed in the field. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in your house. You are blessed in your office. You are blessed in the church. You are blessed outside the church. Anywhere you go, you are blessed. In America, you are blessed. In London, you are blessed. In Australia, you are blessed. In China, you are blessed. Anywhere you find yourself in this world, if you go to Cotonou, you are blessed. Because you are a carrier of the blessing of God. Waiting for expression. Your blessing is not to be made. It has been made and sealed. And you are not going to seek it from anywhere. You are already blessed. I need to emphasize that for you to be sure of yourself. Because at times we get confused about who we are, really. Because I know you are going to ask me a question if I'm blessed, why this, why that? Because you don't understand the blessing. But you will soon do. Our covenant blessing with God is called the blessing of the Lord, it's a special blessing from God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. But there are blessings from the devil. So you have blessing of God and you can have blessing from the devil. But our blessing is the blessing of the Lord. And Proverbs ten twenty two 22 help us to dissect it. The Bible says in Proverbs 10, verse 22, the blessing of the Lord, it make it rich and he added no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord Meaning that there is a blessing of the Lord. And if blessing can be said to be blessing of the Lord. That means there can be other kind or of sources of blessing. The blessing of the Lord is the one that make it rich. And does not add any sorrow to it. But the blessing from the opposite side can make rich. But he ends up adding sorrows to it. So when you see somebody that manifests a kind of blessing, just pause and ask, is it the blessing of the Lord? Or could it also be the blessing of the devil? Because whether we like it or not, the devil can still bless. But there is a the devil's blessing and the Bible said that's a type that adds sorrow to it. But there's the God's blessing that adds no sorrow to it. Though there are other forms of blessings and avenues to receive some kind of blessing. But a fully guaranteed source where no sorrow is added is the blessing of God. Which is our covenant blessing. For the devil, he gives one thing and takes away many he gives one and draws out so many others and at the end of the day that person's lot end up in sorrow and in hell that person's lot might shine but at the end of it is sorrow you know, once in a while, some social media things pop up, or pop up as it were, and you just get some news, certain news, fake news and correct news and all that, even from social media. God are struggling among themselves, and people are posting things and uploading. And I was just watching, in my less busy time, And I saw a young man that was being pursued. They're trying to hold him. And he said, I'm not going to use my mother. They said, I should bring my, you saw that? I know you look at your (laughs) eyes. I'm not going to bring my mother. They said, I should bring my mother. They said, I'm not going to bring my mother. No, they said, I should bring my mother. (laughs) And they were holding him and he said, no, no, I'm not going to bring my mother. And he was actually going mad. Now, what is the story? The blessing of God make rich and does not ask sorrow. But he went to the devil for riches. And the devil said, bring your mother. And so many persons has brought their mothers. Many persons have brought their fathers. Many persons have brought their sons. Many persons have brought their daughters. Many persons have mortgaged their long life many persons has mortgaged their good health many persons had mortgaged I don't know what the devil will always ask something in return for whatever he wants to give to you because he does not control the totality of blessing so he trades for you to choose I remember those days when I was young and I said if you want to enter a they will ask you whether you want to choose long life or wealth or something I don't know, something, you know, it's on three things so you need to choose one. And they say, if you want to choose, choose. I said, I can't choose nothing. I will choose everything because I don't want to enter Oboni and I don't care what they want me to choose. For goodness sake, why should I choose long life and live riches? I will be rich, I will good, have good life, I will have good health and I will have everything. They say, it's not possible and that means you don't want to join Oboni. I say, of course I don't want to join Oboni for crying out loud. I mean, I wasn't born again, but I know too well that there is God that can give you much more than what the demons can give to you. And whether you like it or not, so many of our young ones have joined one Illuminati or one cult or the other, and they are all over the place. They are all over the place. In in institutions of higher learnings, they are also in banks, they are also in oil companies, they are also where you might never know they belong to, but they have sold their soul to the devil. One thing is sure, they will go to hell. One thing is sure, they will go to hell. But that's not even what we are talking. As long as they went the other way, for them to be rich, they will also suffer it in the face of the earth. Some of them, when they are dying, they are smelling. They will smell for months. Nobody gets to near them. They are wishing for death to come. They won't see death. Sunday, we say, go and dig your grave and make sure that seven nights you enter there and sleep in your grave, in your village, wherever. Just make sure you sleep there and, oh Lord, what a shame. (laughs) You know, you know, you know, it's, it's, I love um, Papa Debo so much because he gave some very practical things about, about, about his life when he was an unbeliever. He said he was a doctor, I mean, a doctor, I mean, like, a PhD holder, lecturing the university. And then, he was, he he needed to do something. So he went and met a native doctor for some kind of thing. I I, I can't be so sure right now, but I listened to him very well. And they asked him to carry a goat. And he had to drag a goat. And he said, myself, a doctorate degree holder, and he has to drag the goat in the middle of the night with some kind of instruction. And he'd be dragging the goat. (laughs) Because he was looking for some kind of blessing. Thank God he knew better. And he's shaming the devil right now. Some people, they will ask them to go naked. Senators. <laughs> House of assembly members. And go to the middle of the road. Naked. To go and do some incantation. One of them we saw in um, Ocean State, isn't it? Yeah, uh, You know. Because that was when they were able to take the picture. There are more than 99% of them that nobody has ever known or seen. And so, they bring their G-Wagon, they bring their S-Class, they bring everything. And say, hey, my God. There are blessings of God, which you are entitled to. There are blessings of the devil, which you should not bother about. The blessing of God make rich and does not add any sorrow to it. One young man went to a man that happened to be related to him. And so, I've been begging you for this help and all that. I've been begging you. I need you to help me. I know you have the money. And after some time, he said, young man, come here, sit down here. Sit down. Do you think it's easy for me to spend this money? He said, uh, daddy, you are are giving the money all over the place and all that. He said, I'm giving the money all over the place. You think it's easy for me to get the money? Can you do what I I, have done to get the money? Ah, sir, I will do all. That is why you are my mentor. He said, "Not this. I have been given instructions on how to spend the money. And so the instruction does not cover members of my family. And so I will never give members of my family what I can give to others. That's part of my punishment. No matter how much I want to help, I can't help you. Unless you're part of me. And the guy being a born again Christian went and told the pastor. The pastor said, run away now. <laughs> what are you still looking for? <laughs> what are you still <laughs> He has told you the source of his wealth. But whether we like it or not, God still blesses. There is the blessing of God and the blessing of God has no sorrow attached to it. (laughs) In search for blessing, Some gone, some has gone the devil's way. Some of you are even being convinced. You are still thinking, should I, should I not, should I, should I not, can I, can I not, should I? (laughs) After all, they said this. They even said, that, pastor. So what am I saying? Should Should I, should I try, should I not try? You better stop there now. Stop now. Stop now. Because one year after is too long, you will regret it and you can't go back again. Finished. You can't do anything again. And when you want to go back, they will kill you. Finish. And when you die, you go to hell. Simple. So please don't try. Now should I? Should I not? You stop now. And try to ask God for forgiveness. You know, the challenges of this world can be so hard. So hard that at times you begin to consider some alternatives. <laughs> you think they will not know so many industries have sold their soul even entertainment industry some of them have exposed themselves said don't mind them they have gone the other way we know them and when you are not speaking out and standing by faith and righteousness they said, what is wrong with this one because they want fame they want money they want everything and so they thought they can get it easily but that is the blessing from the devil It can make rich, glamour, some level of honor, but it ends up in sorrow. You know, we need to also find out that God's blessing, as much as is there and established, has some situations you go through. And I thank God for Father Abraham. (laughs) Blessing is what you already have. You see, it's a great manifestation of ignorance. To be seeking for what you have already. No matter where. That you have not withdrawn the money that you have in your account. And spend it to buy something. Does not mean you are not rich. You have it stored up somewhere. You are looking for your checkbook. You can't find your checkbook. And you are struggling on how to find the key to your vault, for example. That does not mean you are poor. The riches are there, but you have not assessed it yet. That is who you are in God. Our biggest challenge as children of God is to be able to draw from our covenant blessing of God's abundant riches. Note, it's not just money. That is the blessing of God. Our covenant blessing of of God came from God's original plan for mankind All complete, nothing lacking, nothing one thing, in every facet of our life, without any sorrow attached to it, just like Eden. Just like Eden. So our covenant blessing is a blessing restored. It's a restored blessing from Eden. In its entirety to us and our family. Yourself, your wife, your children, and everyone in your household from generation to generation till Jesus comes. But for us to unlock our covenant blessing, God said we shouldn't eat it. But the way that we have to use is from the knowledge of the Word of God. And that is where we are spending time because how can I say I'm blessed? I don't have a child, I don't have money, I don't have a good job, my health is failing, so where is the blessing, and I know I'm born again. We soon know how to unlock God's blessing, and how you have to, you know, God is not man, and God is not devil. The devil wants to do opposite of God. If God says, through faith and patience, you inherit the promise I made to Abraham, the devil said, now is the time for you to inherit the promise that I have made to you. If you come, give your life to me now. In the next one month, they will give you time. You become a millionaire. You buy that car you want to buy. He said, that is interesting. Then by the time it's finished, he said, but remember. <laughs> but remember. At times you, don't say the remember until you have gone very far. You have crossed the boundary. I have a friend. I don't know, I think I need to close, but I have a friend. Um, they came to him very many years ago, and I believe the testimony will be complete in the, in the near future. And they said to him that they were, they were going to make him a minister. He has, he has a training in the petroleum industry. He worked with an NPC, and he was doing very well consulting. And they believe that they want to bring him from a, a, in a candidate from certain geographical area, Edo Delta. And there was a kingpin in PDP then, a retired policeman, I'm not gonna call his name, but he determines who goes to who goes to where. And his friend said, the boss wants you. We're gonna make you a minister. He said, why? I will go. From one place, one interview to the other, one jolly good fellow interview to the other, Then eventually he met the boss. And the boss interviewed him and said, are you going to be faithful? Yes. Are you going to be lawyer? Yes. Are you going to be... That fruit you said that God said we shouldn't eat. And he said, very well. You are qualifying. You are qualifying. We have already told Abuja your name. But very soon we will call you. Then one night they called him. And he said, we are going to have a discussion around 12 midnight somewhere in uh, the GRO in Benin. Some house there. So He got there by 12, and he was at the reception till about 3. And of course, he was not alone. He was with some people, you know, they were gisting. And about 3ish, they called him, and he entered one room. And he saw a man on red from top to bottom. And he said, welcome, my friend. My friend said, thank you, sir. But who are you? He said, you are asking who I am? I am part of the people to make you the minister. You need to meet me last. And I said, okay, fine. It's my pleasure meeting you, sir. What can I do for you? It's not very difficult. You need to kneel down before that effigy. You need to drink this it's a concussion of blood. Blood. And the blood is a mixture of blood of human beings and some things. Don't worry. It's not going to worry you. It's been laced with good alcohol So that you don't even really test the blood. He said, "Why should I do that, sir? It's just for you, for us to be sure that you will represent our interest. We have sent people before, and they have disappointed us, sir. I can I can lay hands on my Bible, and I will tell you that what is right, I will do. But this, I can't do. And I ask him, who are you to challenge? Don't you didn't they tell you where you are coming?" He said, well, I didn't know this much. And he saw that there were supposed to be some kind of hot argument. And some people came out from somewhere in the room and said, sit down here. My friend said, sit down where? He said, sit down here, my friend. Who do you think you are? And he sat down. And they began to talk to him and said, look, you've come to the point of no return. You've known who we are. You've known everything about us. You can't go back. And the guy said, something occurred to him. And he said, I think I will do it. But just allow me just one or two days to to psych myself. I need to be very comfortable. I need to psych myself. Can you just oblige me? I don't know how it works with a negative covenant. Maybe if you plead like that, they will allow you. I don't know. But somehow God allowed him and he just left. The next day they call him. The day after, that was how he relocated from Benin to Abuja they were looking for him <laughs> they were looking for him that is my wife knows the person I'm talking about that is, where is this guy and I say, carry your minister, I don't want again they say, you, we are going to get you we are going to and I began to seek God But there's another testimony of his which we are trusting God to perfect. But that is what happens. That is what happens. And it happens every time. It happens every time. They promise you blessing, they destroy your soul. They promise you blessing, they destroy your place in eternity. A kind of comfort, but sorrows attached to it. That is not your portion i like us to stand to our faith because of time. <laughs> we continue next Sunday. People say Christianity is so slow. The ways of God is so slow. You want to do the fast way, then you end up in hell. And unfortunately, unfortunately some of them sit in churches. They take first role in churches. Some of them are even ministers, in quotes, but their soul has gone. You know what they are going to do laying foundation to this? I will never bow my head to the devil for blessing. Begin to pray now. I will never bow my head to the devil for blessing because I have the great blessing that God has given to me that make rich and does not add any sorrow to it. I can't compromise the blessing of God. (laughs) Ah, God, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. I will never bow my head to the devil in blessing because God has a blessing for me. He has blessed me and I will walk into my blessing. I walk into my blessing. I walk into my blessing. I will manifest the blessing of God upon my life. And I will never bow my head and in compromise with the devil for anything called blessing. Because I'm blessed and I am not cursed. Mm-hmm. Begin to pray. You know, these things we are talking about, yeah, a narrow line, a very narrow line. Let him think that, let him that think that he, he, I mean, um, he stand, take heed, lest he fall. The pressures of this world is leading people into things that they shouldn't do. But then there is a blessing of God. There is the blessing of God. There is a blessing of God. There is the blessing of God. Just pray that prayer for yourself as I close. Pray the prayer for yourself as we close next sunday we begin to unveil a lot of mysteries we now go more into what god himself can do as i guess what the devil is doing in the life of the
1: people lord i give you my heart i give you my soul jesus i live for you Every moment I wait Jesus Lord, I have your way Amen. Lord, Lord I, I, give I give you, you my heart Don't like your minute. and I give you my soul <laughs> Hallelujah And I, I wait for me. you hello yeah. Jesus Jesus have your in
0: two more times like prayer Lord
1: I give you my I give you my soul, soul. For you, uh, every breath uh, that I take, every moment I, I wait. Thank you, Jesus. Your way. One more time, and Lord, I give You my can I give, you my, give you my soul? Thank you, Lord. I live for you, for you. Thank you, Jesus.
0: I'm very passionate about the blessing of god and i'm very passionate in giving this revelation understanding because on daily basis even the very elect fall victims of this and the devil is recruiting them into into destruction on daily basis because of the prayers of this world and the devil know how to walk i am telling you for free this is not a joke this is not a joke this is not a joke The devil is recruiting people by wealth promises on daily basis in every profession, in every industry, not only those that are suffering, but those that are comfortable that don't want to lose what they have. And I'm very passionate about that because even in church, when I'm in church, the church of Christ, the church, the church. Names of churches, church, the church, the population is getting thicker, and everybody is coming to church. The population is getting thicker, thicker. is getting, is in fact, the 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 competition between the the elect that are standing and the elect that have gone the other way is very fierce, and the number of those that are standing, I'm gonna be very frank with you, are depleting in churches in churches <laughs> they said to you you can still call the name of Jesus you can still go to church, it doesn't matter but don't worry, we know ourselves but God still bless God still
1: bless
0: God's the owner of blessing God is the custodian of blessing God's the one that has the blessing we are the people that are blessed We are the carriers of God's blessing. Just because we don't know. Just because we don't understand. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will get to know the kind of thing you are carrying that you might not know about. That the the, the enemy is envious of. Raise up your two hands. Father, I commit this once to you. Teach us your way. Teach us your path. Teach us your blessing. Tell us who you are in our lives. And tell us who we are in you that will not go the ways of the world will not be distracted from following you will not miss our track and our ways our focus is eternity our focus is to receive your blessing in this world and get very conscious of the place that we are going to, even when you tarry, we are yet waiting on you because it's only your blessing that can come through in our lives, that make us to be rich and does not add any sorrow to it, Father I pray for this one present that they will not miss it. They will wait on you. They will receive their blessings. They will receive their covenant blessings. They will walk in their high places. They will be among those to show the world that God can bless. In the name of Jesus, may your name be glorified among your people today. Spirit of God, may your name be glorified among your people today. If there be anyone that is considering going other way, Lord, take that thought away from them. Esponge that thought away from them and let them see you as the only true God. Teach them what they need to know that they will not do what the enemy wants them to do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information on The Lighted Church, visit tlc.net.ng or follow The Lighted Church on Instagram and Facebook. God bless you.